Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon companion, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And uh, for those of you that listened last week to uh, Who Wins, you'll know that we're kind of celebrating the end of a of a journey here on the network this month. <laughs> we've we've come to the end of our rewatch of of Game of Thrones, uh, of course, titled Game of Moans. For those of you that listen, but because of that, we're sort of trying to find roughly tangentially themed Game of Thrones things to do. So, this episode for SMPD, we are looking back at Dragon's Lair, the TV series. Because, you know, dragons. Yeah. Right? Why not? Look, look, it was a push, all right? We already <laughs> did Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, that was the so obvious we like, one, wasn't it? Yeah, so we were like, right, fuck, what can we do? Uh, and then we stumbled upon this like literally a week ago so <laughs> we like, oh, no, there's a dragon in it it'll be fine yeah um as a result uh when we started watching this i had absolutely no recollection of it whatsoever i did i i had no idea this thing fucking existed having now watched some of it i think it's jogged my memory slightly i think i mm. did watch this um but when we first found it last week i i had completely managed to forget that there ever was a dragon slayer tv show yeah, so. I mean, I, I was the same because we, we stumbled across it so quite by accident um, last week. And I, I, I found some artwork, um, which I think was sort of fan art from the games rather than from the sh- than artwork for the show. And I sort of recognised um, Dirk and I sort of recognised Daphne. But I don't know whether that's because I was thinking of I Dream of Jeannie. Um, but- Certainly in the game she looked very because she had that sort of shimmery dress and stuff on yeah so i mean it may have been that but i mean that was when i saw it i thought oh that might i might be projecting something but it that sort of looks familiar um i started watching it didn't have enough time to watch it all which is shameful because there's only like four hours of it um it's not as if there's a lot uh there's no masses of it didn't get through it all but what i i was looking at it and going yeah this isn't actually half bad and if i if i did remember it if, if i did watch it i don't remember enough of it for it to be going oh yeah this is great oh this is shit i've just been able to sit down and watch it and go ah all right okay i'll take that yeah I, i'm in a similar place I've, I've seen roughly half the run um but yeah i i do remember the game um i well i remember it fondly um because just like every other kid in the fucking 80s dragon's lead just caught my eye and i was shoveling fucking pound coins into the thing i mean it was a pound ago back when games were 10 pence you know dragon's day was a very fucking expensive game um but to say i remember it fondly is more of a nostalgia thing because actually it was one of the most infuriating games i've ever played and <laughs> continues i have it on dvd and it continues to be infuriating to this day when you try and fucking play it um but I, I couldn't really remember the show. So when, when you stumbled across it last week and went Dragon's Lair straight away, I was like, oh, right, okay, because I knew the game. Um, but then having gone back and watched the show, there, there are definitely elements of this I remember. As soon as I, I put the first episode on and it got to that kind of choose-your-own-adventure type thing yeah. that they're doing with Dirk, which they do in every episode, where they're like, well, would you do this or would you do that? And if you went this way, this is how Dirk would have met his horrible end. Um, yes. I, I remembered that more than anything. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was quite interesting because the first time, uh, so the, the I watched the, so the first episode and go to me and said, "Would you do this or would you do that?" And I thought, "Hang on, this is this is a little bit familiar." Now I don't know if if other shows did it afterwards. They may well have done. 
Um, but it was an interesting choice, and obviously reading around it, you know, it's what they, how they went into the commercial break. You know, just tying back to the yeah. game, it's that uh, no, the, the, you know, these are your choices. Now, do you do this or do that? So that was really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I couldn't work out whether I remembered it or whether I've seen it in something else or not. But again, it's just another one of those little quirks. We think, actually, yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah, it was. Um, I just like you said as well. I've enjoyed what I've watched. Um, this this is another one of those shows that actually, you know, if I had an infinite amount of time, <laughs> yeah. maybe I would go watch, go back and watch the other half of the run. Um, I think there's there's only thirteen episodes total. Yeah, um, yeah it's about watched, four and a half hours it comes in as total. Yeah, I, I've watched about six. I think something like that, uh, five or six. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed every one of them. Um, it's not without fault definitely um but actually i think what is there is quite good i mean it's got pedigree behind it it's a ruby spears production it's Hannah yeah. ruby spears so it's got it does have pedigree behind it and that yes. i think shows yeah um, definitely certainly in the voices um i i must admit i struggled a little bit with the animation at first once i once it bedded in i was okay and it's yeah. not that it's bad it's just that i of course come to it from a place of remembering the game which was Don Bluth animation, and it was fucking flawless. Like we're talking absolutely pristine cell animation in that game. Um, so it's kind of, I guess, what I was expecting was something along the caliber of a Disney afternoon show. Mm. So to then get the kind of Hanna Barbera, yeah, this the the late seventies Hanna Barbera, yeah, was not was not what I, but that's not to say it's bad because it's not it's perfectly fine it's just the character designs are quite cartoony they lack a lot of the detail that's yeah. in the in the game like you mentioned Daphne's dress for instance um and that is one of the standout images for me from the game besides the fact that I would have been a little kid and she I mean look she looks totally different in the game how she looks in this cartoon um <laughs> in a lot of ways but one two of the most noticeable ways not one there are two very <laughs> noticeable ways that she looks very different in the game and they are very noticeable through that sheer sparkly dress let me tell you um but just just the sort of um the effect that was on that you know the, the twinkling effect that would be on that in the game like they're not going to get away with that here um but what what they do do actually is what they do do that's pretty bad english and also i just said do do uh, it's gonna be one of those three times, times folks yeah <laughs> what they have do, done yeah um it's there i think they actually do a pretty good job of fleshing these characters out mm, yeah you know um you can draw a direct comparison you know between this and things like the super mario brothers super show and things like captain n and even then when we go and you know flip over onto the other show and look at things like super mario brothers the movie and mortal Kombat and stuff like that and we've talked at length about how difficult it is to sometimes adapt these game properties yeah now Dragon's Lee um, is off to a slight head start on that because it's even the game is more fucking film than game to be honest. Um, but I I think they go to pretty yeah they make a pretty good stab at actually fleshing these characters out. Daphne especially goes yeah. from essentially a damsel in distress to yeah. like I mean she's she's pretty much a an ass kicking heroine in this like yeah very, i can't think of a single instance in the ones i've watched where she's had to be oh dirk save me please she's no, always I... been there fighting alongside him yeah i mean i think like even in the very first episodes right at the start he's like no i'll go on a quest to get you a present because he's forgotten it's her fucking birthday um and she's like, oh can i come and he said like, i need to have no because you can't come on a quest to get your own present how would it look 
yeah. what he actually means is, you'll show me up because you're so much fucking better than me. And she even comes back with a line, that, oh yeah, no, prin- no, princesses never get to go on quests. Um, and then later on in that episode where um, the, the Golden Falcon comes to life and picks her up, and he tries to grab, no, tries to pull her back down and save her. She's like, get off me, let me go. Now, part of that is obviously directed at the Falcon, but obviously she's kicking her legs as well, so he lets her go. Yeah. You know, she's going to rescue herself. She's going to follow full on merit of that shit. Um, yeah. They, and they, no, she, they she's do not, really she doesn't well need, her. yeah, she doesn't need a man rescuing her. She, you know, and she, that's, they put that right on Front Street from the very first episode. Yeah, she feels, um, and obviously there's no connection to Disney here, um, because it, you haven't even got the Don Bluth connection, for instance, because it's, it's, this isn't the game, this is the show. Um, so there's no connection to Disney, but she feels, uh, to me, very much like a kind of proto-Jasmine, is yeah. how she feels to me as a princess. Very, you know, very much like, obviously we've done Aladdin, and we've talked about that as well, and, you know, she very much got that well okay so it's it's dirk's quest but actually i'm gonna go along and i'm actually gonna be the one that's gonna do most of the fucking heavy lifting here yeah um, i'm just not gonna make a big song and dance about it and and she feels very much like that she's got that yeah. sort of fierce independent streak about her um which you know considering this is early 80s yeah. it's quite refreshing to see actually um, yeah it's quite surprising i i mean i as i went into it and like you know as soon as soon as you see you know you see you know, you, you see, you know, you, the first time you see her, it's like, oh, did somebody mention it's my birthday? And all that you just expecting her to be like fucking useless. Um, and then, then she comes in and, and straight away, just as soon as she starts talking, you're thinking, oh, right, okay, yeah, she's not, no, she, she's not going to be a, you know, a Princess Daisy in this. No, no, and as I say, especially, that's especially sort of refreshing coming from my only real background that I can remember being the game where she is literally a damsel in distress. She is an object there for Dirk to save. Um, mm. Yeah, so that, so that's quite interesting, and and then Dirk himself even as well. Like in the game, he's presented as more this kind of bumbling oaf, really. Yeah. Um, it's almost you know Dirk the Daring is almost sardonic, I would say, if anything. Yeah. In the game, but he's actually he's not that useless here. Even he is more of an archetypal hero. I mean, they you know they make overtures to him being a bit dim, but he's not yeah. by no means the clumsy oaf that he is in the games yeah i think um, i mean they've, they've toned that down i think the um the squire is it timothy the squire yeah they've kind of upped him a little bit in that in that state where he's he's not dim but he is clumsy so um, yeah he's you get kind the very of first the foil isn't he yeah yeah so i mean i just think that again the very first episode where they put the note under the door so for uh for um Dirk to go and find the, the falcon when he runs in, he sort of falls over and cl- cl- crashes straight into Dirk while he's polishing his sword, which is not a euphemism. Um, God damn it! <laughs> I was um, just about to jump on that as well. If you want to jump that on his sword, a, that's that fine. That wasn't a euphemism either. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, like they they do that, and then when um, when Dirk goes into the um, the cave, um, Timothy's outside hiding behind the horse and stuff like that. So they kind of they they kind of merged the two characters and made them a bit but they've made them both a bit less than they were but made them more rounded as a result yeah i definitely think dirk is like he's not as um he's not as charismatic in this as he is in the games but i think that's down to the animation more than anything Mm. um because obviously and actually the more i think about it maybe that's maybe that's where that element of dirk's character is gone maybe it is just the fact that the animation isn't quite just enough so that maybe clumsiness and, and the way he's carrying himself is, is different i suppose yeah um, but he, he yeah, definitely possibly. feels more heroic in this uh, and part of that as well is 
I guess, down to the... One thing I will say, in the six episodes I've watched, the sheer variety of quests and villains in this yeah. is mental. Like It is. It is it's it is a different show every week with the same characters. I mean, it's all sort of vaguely medieval swords and sorcery kind of thing. But, you know, we go from fucking yeah. enchanted suits of armour to treasure quests to fucking dragon slaying. Oh, to fucking hostage, uh, hostage rescue and fucking... Um... Was there one about the Fountain of Youth? There is one about the Fountain of Youth as well, yeah. So it's yeah, got... which is yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there's loads of stuff in there, and it's got a real strong action adventure vibe to it. Actually, like yeah. I said, it is it is swords and sorcery. But I was expecting this, especially again based on the game, I was expecting this to be a lot more comedic than it was. Yeah, and actually, it's not very funny. Um, no, I, I was expecting. I was expecting to be kind of slapstick. I've got to yeah. be honest. and it, and it's not that at all. It is definitely more of a straight action adventure show. Yeah. Um, and you know you get these elements of yeah where it pauses and it's like well would you do this or would you do that you know they after you've seen three or four they do start to get a bit old to be honest yeah. but initially I was like oh this is a cool gimmick I quite like yeah, this yeah I, I was the same it was one of those I don't know it's a little bit interesting it's a little bit different yes okay they do get old and you look at them and go oh, you do look at them and go well I wouldn't really do either of those to be honest well that's where it started getting old to me because you could tell by about episode three or four They'd run out of steam with those. And, yeah. and you could tell because it went, you know, the first ones were like, well, would you fight the mud monsters or would you fight the goblins? And then it would show you the direct outcome of both of those. Whereas by the time you get into like episode three, it's like, well, would you go up this ramp or would you go down into the lava pit? And the answer is actually Dirk did neither. Well, well, the, what, they did well, that in the, in the first episode, actually. Um, I think it's the second ad break because the first one was, would you fight the, the goons or the mud men? Yeah. And the second one was, um, would you cross the bridge or swing across the burning rope? And actually, it's neither because there's a fucking lance there he can use as a pole vault, which you've never seen before. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's that's like, not. Hang on a minute, that wasn't one of the options. No, that's not fucking fair. Like, if we're gonna play this game, yeah, that's moving the goalposts. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting seeing stuff like obviously this would have been on network TV, so you know, you you yeah, this was on ABC. Yeah, you couldn't directly interact with it. Um, no. But I guess it's kind of a precursor to the sort of thing that Netflix are doing now. There are, there are dozens, and I've not watched a single one of them, and I really should, but there are dozens of these things on Netflix now, from the Black Mirror yeah. one to, I know there's the, a Boss Baby even, one as well. I was going to say, with, with like, there's like Captain Underpants, and sh- there's literally, as you said, there's dozens yeah, of fucking Minecraft, things. Minecraft, there's loads of them, where they're all and, like and you can literally, like, there's some of them, the, like the Minecraft one, I've seen a lot, because of number two, um, but that one, they still kind of dovetail you back into the narrative. Yeah. But the Captain Underpants one, you can literally just go round in circles and have it never end. That's, That's painful. Good. Yeah. I mean, the, the Minecraft one, I think, is done by Telltale. Um, so yeah. that would make sense because their games all are really effective at doing that as well, are giving you the illusion of choice, whereas actually yeah, but, uh, it's, you're yeah, affecting it's, very little. Yeah. Um, like characters, yeah, you, you, you know, you may you may get different endings with different characters surviving and stuff. But the main core of a Telltale narrative, if you do multiple playthroughs, normally, Batman aside, normally tends to stay the same. Um, yeah. The Batman games can veer off significantly, uh, but I would argue that they're probably their best ones anyway. So, yeah, and that's not just because they're Batman. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a fair point actually. Of the ones I've played, they they I'd say they certainly are the best. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I, I think that's probably why the Minecraft one does that. But yeah, this 
this kind of feels like that where it's like well it doesn't actually matter which option you choose because this is what yeah, they're, they're going to tell you the right answer anyway but it kind of had to do that i guess because it was network tv i mean maybe a more effective way to do that and I, I don't even know how you would set this up but if you were able to do it kind of week to week where you could almost have a phone in or a mail-in vote of like do you know what i mean they, but then they'd still have to make both wouldn't they is the problem i guess they would because they pretty they'd be producing this so far in advance um, but yeah. anyway, you know, it was it was a bit out of the ordinary, and it made me sit up and take notice. And it was actually yeah. what jogged my memory of like, if it's not this, I definitely remember seeing something like yeah, this. That that was it for me as well. Um, and it, and it may very well have been this. And the reason I can't specifically remember is because I've just got it all muddled up in my head with actual uh, Dragon's Lair, the video game, and and perhaps hmm. that's why I couldn't necessarily remember it. Um, Maybe this feels. Um, the most like a Saturday morning cartoon out of yeah. the things we've done in a long time. This has definitely yeah. got that early Saturday morning, everyone's in bed, this is on as filler before actual TV comes on because it's kind of a little bit cheap and cheerful and, yeah, you know, it's got that feel about it to me. Tell you what it reminded me of um, was not the, the not the new one that's on Netflix, but the um, the, the the original Castlevania series. Yes, yeah, that was. It had a bit of that sort of with uh, yeah, that had that sort of feel to it, whereby you know it's you know it's 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 a quest. It'll be resolved at the end, of, you know, at the end of the episode. But then you know, there's there's a quest and there's you know, an actual self-contained story in it, which you no, know, I mean a lot of stuff we've looked at certainly recently hasn't had that sort of feel to it, and although it's been a bit more random. So you know, I I quite I, I quite like the fact that actually this was a no this was a nice 24, 25 minutes of an actual show yeah. where you've got a whole episode for it. And, and that I don't know why that's that show sprung to mind I don't know why Castlevania sort of came out at me but that was that's the thing it, no, it, it triggered in my head maybe they were on a similar sort of time I was and I've seen them yeah, both together that, and they're both video game shows I don't I'm not sure if I remember there being an actual Castlevania show to, to compare it I the, know there was a Zelda show and I know there was there Captain was something in the Game Master which had Simon Belmont in it um, I'm sure so there was. was we'll have to look that up. There may very well be. I, I there don't... was definitely something because that was my introduction to Castlevania. Yeah, but I, I don't I, know whether that was its I own know, thing or whether it was in something else. I know Simon Belmont was. I think it was Simon Belmont. It was one of the Belmonts. Was definitely in Captain N, the Game Master, which is a show I've mentioned many, many times on this podcast, yes. and we really do have to do. Um, but yeah, he was. He was definitely in that. Um, but yeah, they, they could very well have been an actual Castlevania show as well. I don't know, but, but yeah, you can see how it's you know it's castles and it's knights and it's monsters and so you, you can definitely see how that kind of works. But I think any of those sort of action adventure serials, it's got that feel to it. And of course, the fact that it's sort of a Ruby Spears production as well, you've got all of those things like um, Thunder the Barbarian was one of theirs, I think. Yes, um, I think so, yeah. And, you know, all of, all of those kind of shows that were about at this time as well, which again were these kind of action adventure shows. Um, so, so I think that's where that feel comes from, and that specific cartoony look, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think the, the voice cast as well. Um, it's got that that classic serialized writing where we have the narrator basically speaking all of our exposition out loud, which actually yeah. allows the characters to not be completely dumb you know we're not yeah. we're not talking about sort of he-man level here where and look i fucking love me some he-man and we'll get into it next month believe me but we're not talking about instances where the characters literally have to narrate their own actions because we have a narrator for that 
Yeah. So it, it kind of carries you along a bit more in that in that kind of vein, and it doesn't pull you out of it as much. Um, yeah. So actually, it was it was quite a pleasant surprise watching this on, on a lot of levels. You know, I had the, yeah, I had the nostalgia hit of Castlevania. I had the kind of new discovery of it all because I couldn't remember it at all. Um, yeah. And then actually, I had this kind of just um deep dive on which we've already started scratching as well on the characters and the gender politics of it all as well which i was not expecting i was not expecting mm. to be watching this show and going fucking hell what have they done with daphne like she's do you know what i mean she's really not the character that i remember yeah um and then even again we talk we talk about this occasionally on, on the show i feel like the cartoons certainly we watched of, of late haven't had a lot of stuff for us to pull out but there's even there is class structure at work within this world as yeah. well. If you want to go look in the day, you know you have the lizard people, and then you have the dragon who sits on top of a large pile of wealth, and then you know you've got the fact that we have royalty and the king, and there's there's all of these things, and like the lizard people are generally depicted as being outside on the fringes of society and stuff. So there's all yeah. of these things in here, which is, I mean, look, this is a fucking thirteen episode cheapo kids fucking cartoon series based off a game that was a flash in the pan let's be honest yeah like i said it was it was huge dragon's lair was huge for a while and then everybody realized it was fucking impossible so we all <laughs> lost interest pretty quickly and look arcade games at, at the time were all fucking impossible but dragon's lair especially like you needed reflexes like a fucking ninja to get off like screen three or four <laughs> of this fucking thing um still doesn't stop me at least once a year putting it on now and convincing myself that i'm older now and i'll be able to do it of course what's actually happening is as i'm getting older my reflexes are getting worse so but at least, at least you're not chucking in a pound of time to do it well no i spent about fucking 30 quid on it on dvd when <laughs> dvds were still a thing um, so out. i don't know if that's better or worse i've probably had 30 goes on it since um, oh, there you go. It's essentially for those of you that that don't have it on DVD. It was a laser disc game to begin with. Anyway, you could always buy it on laser disc, but they've sort of adapted yeah. that to DVD. Um, and and so if you can imagine, you get instant feedback off a off a kind of joystick in an arcade. You can press a button, and it's instantly going to send that signal. But when you're yeah. then playing it through DVD, you're using your remote, so it's relying on you to press the button for the, and then you'll get that millisecond delay of the infrared going to the DVD player, which is just gonna fucking kill you. You have to yeah. press the button before, before you need to. Whatever's gonna happen, and you always have to be split second with Dragon's Lair anyway. So <laughs> I don't recommend it to anybody on DVD. Um, <laughs> is where I was going with that. Fair enough. Um, um, just off topic completely. It was Captain N. Um, that I was thinking of. It's Captain N. Yeah, we should we should really do that show if that's really yeah. Because I have very 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 fond memories of that show, um, unsurprisingly being the giant fucking Nintendo nerd that I am. Um, Captain N, the Game Master, was absolutely one of my favourites, uh, and and was the first introduction to many many Nintendo characters for me. So mm. it's probably the reason I am a Nintendo fanboy. But anyway, this isn't a Captain N show. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll come back to that. We will We will come back to that. But yeah, I can definitely see the comparison there of like, yeah, here is a 30-minute self-contained adventure, start to finish, and next yeah. week we'll have another one, and next week we'll have another one, as opposed to Dungeons & Dragons, which have the overarching narrative of needing to get home, or Thundercats, which is the same thing. Yeah. It's, you know, this is just a 30-minute slice of, you know, here's a good time but watch this basically um, well this is the thing and like realistically if you think of the way that kids play if you give them a third if you give them something they can finish in 30 minutes where they'll say right okay 
I'm I'm going to be Dirk and I'm going to be Daphne. I'm going to be Singe, and we'll go and play in half hour. You're bored. Yeah. But that's just enough time for one of these stories. So you you know you kind of have something to measure it against. You'll be like, right, okay, well we'll do this, and when we finish, it's like an episode. It's fine. Um, whereas when you've got these you know, these big overarching stories, you tend to you, you tend to kind of make it up as you go along. So you veer off, and then it becomes just this unwieldy thing whereby actually nobody can remember what the fuck you were doing in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, spoken as somebody who's nearly forty and hasn't played in that way for many years, but you know, I, I so you see it with the kids, and you sort of see the way that they they interact with stuff. And yeah, you know, I can't imagine them playing D and D. I you beat me to it. I was going to say, spoke to someone who's nearly forty and plays D and D once a month. So you do, yeah. you absolutely do still play in that way, and so do I. Uh, that's what D and D is. But yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just one of those that I mean, you can't imagine kids today doing it. But so you can see how something like this, which is short form, yeah, is going to be more appealing. Yeah, definitely. I, it is to me. Now you know when when we look at these shows and I, I always talk about the overarching story and I always get especially you know when we've been looking at things like Jason, Ulysses and even Transformers and I've been talking about the overarching story and how great it is and how well thought out and plot it is in some cases, but actually you know there is a lot to be said for like here are these separate stories nobody's learning anything nobody's growing everything gets yeah. reset next week but here's another adventure off you go. Um, and sometimes you need that I, I think for kids you certainly do you know and like for me this week yeah definitely like like yourself I haven't had a chance to watch all the episodes I'd like to but because they're just separate episodes I've been able to go oh, I've got half an hour I've thrown yeah, one it, on. does, it doesn't it doesn't matter if I don't see the next one because it's all the same and I mean again look, looking back at sort of the, the kids books that were around in sort of the no, this sort of time so you know, from late seventies up until the early nineties, like the Enid Blyton stuff, like Famous Five and Secret Seven and stuff, is that they were all the same. They were self-contained adventures. You didn't have to have read them in order. You didn't have to read them all. You could pick up anyone. They were all the fucking same. Yeah. But no, they you know they all you know, they have an adventure. And at the end of it, it you no know, they they kind of go off. Everything resets. Everything goes back to normal. And in the next book, it never happened. This might as well be their first adventure, and it works really well. I mean, I fucking hated those books as a kid i found them really really dull um i i had a secret seven book that i loved it was to do with pirates and smugglers and i remember it being my favorite book for a little while but it's the only one i've ever actually read never read another secret um, seven book never read a famous five we, book we had them all my um my parents um they always used to buy us books um where where the love of reading comes from um, you know, we always had loads of books in the house, but for whatever reason, I just couldn't get on board with them. My brother absolutely loved them, and I just couldn't get on board with them. I found them really, I, I, probably because they were all the same. Yeah. But I just found them really dull and really tedious. Um, and the one thing I do remember how he had was um, was a Secret Seven dice game, like a choose your own adventure. I had um, that. Yes. And you you had to sort of, you had to solve whatever you know, whatever. And there was like there was a it came in like a, a plastic pouch. Yeah. yeah, and there's like binoculars, and you have to look through it, and you put it on the page, and you know, yes. depending on what page you want it to, yes, you, you yes, like yes. things of words and stuff. I loved that; that was awesome. Yeah, they were like adventure game time. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. remember those. I th- it wasn't just Secret Seven; there were there were a few different. I'm types. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are a couple of different. I, I remember having the Secret Seven one, but I don't remember any others. But we probably did because again, like me and my brother, loved, we used to love stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like I, I, that was far more interesting than an actual storybook. For, for those characters because I didn't like I, I, that's like they, they were just all kind of the same really yeah. sorry listeners we're totally off topic again but you know one of the things I really love about SMPD more so than all <laughs> of the other shows we do 
is that I haven't thought about those fucking adventure books in probably 30 fucking years. Yeah. Like, I forgot they even existed. Much like I forgot this show existed. And then you just throw that out there and instantly I can fucking smell the plastic. I can feel the plastic. It had kind of this weird texture to it as well. Yeah, it was kind of thick, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that but, just um, all comes flooding back. Yeah, no, I'm I'm optimistic because my parents don't chuck fuck all out unless it's my brother's football boots and causes a fucking riot. Um, but I'm hoping that because they don't they haven't got rid of any books. I'm hoping it's still in, in my parents' house. If it is, we'll have to break that out. We absolutely should. That's that sounds like something it needs doing. Maybe that's one for the YouTube channel. Let's break it out and do Mark and Chris <laughs> do an adventure book and see how aimed at seven years. Yeah, and see how long it fucking takes us to solve the mystery if we can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll see if I, i'll see if it's still there if it's not i'll find it online yeah that that sounds like something you're yeah. doing um <laughs> sorry miles off, fuck, off point we, how did we get to talking about we talk, um talk about sort of um sitting out so uh short form adventures yes. and sort of like single story yes, adventures yes, 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 so yes. It, it did kind of track yeah we were sort of on topic sort of Ish. uh yeah sort of um so yeah, I, I think there's, there's something to be said for that and also as i say it allowed for i mean i don't ever remember there being a toy line um but it but no i don't remember one were there one of course with, with shows like this when you are doing those individual episodes it lends itself more to the he-man merchandising route of well this week singe is the bad guy next week the lizard king is the bad guy yeah. next week this haunted suit of armor is the bad guy so all of a sudden you've got all these creatures and all these figures there's the mud men there's yeah. all of these things that you can they added the horse that i don't, yeah. I don't ever really remember the horse being a thing in the games um, no, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, they they relied on, they, no, they did that. They they brought the um, the villains from the from the game um, from the original game in. So you had the, the Phantom Knight, the Giddy Goons. Um, so I mean, you had you had these to draw on, and like, if they'd want if they if they'd wanted to be clever about it, and I don't know whether this was an option, but I see if it's if it wasn't, it certainly seems like a missed opportunity, and certainly the sort of thing you would do now. You kind of launch them in launch this in tandem with a new game. And introduce a brand new fucking villain. Yeah, well, they, they were good with that in the games anyway, because I remember certainly, I don't know if Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair Two had a different villain. I can't remember. I'm feeling Dragon's Lair Two was just a retread of one, if I remember rightly. But I know in Three there was definitely like a witch type character who was hmm. who was new. Um, and then there were the games on like the Snares and the Mega Drive, which were totally different because they were platform games. Yeah, I don't remember those. They were actually better. <laughs> because they were actual games uh, not very good ones but still better than the shitty but laser disc but if you can actually play it it uh, makes a difference doesn't yeah it? i mean i'm sure like the whole game as a playthrough must just exist on youtube now and you should be able to watch it as like it's probably only about fucking 20 minutes but you should be able to watch it as just a it cartoon. is there when i was um when i was when i was looking for episodes earlier um uh, not earlier yesterday um yeah, the first sort of half a dozen entries were playthroughs. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because you you can watch that as a film, I guess. Um, in fact, I think the DVD version I've got has that, but I've never done it because that's cheating. That defeats the purpose. Yeah, no. so that's cheating. So I've never done it. Um, but maybe I should maybe I should watch that. See how it stacks up against these fucking cartoons. Um, yeah, give it a go. Bet the story's worse, but it looks better. So. Um, who knows? But I mean, from what I remember uh, in the games, even like Singe and stuff, there was no voice acting for him or anything like that. He was just like, rah, I'm a dragon kind of thing. 
So, you know, there's, there's another character there. That was my impersonation of a dragon, by the way. Um, that sounds remarkably like number two. Yeah. I just mean, saying, because that, that's, that's what he does. Well. He, he, goes, he, say, he doesn't roar. He says roar. Is that what I did? And then, I didn't even... I, pretty much. <laughs> and then that's what he, 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 yeah, he says roar, and then he tells you what he is. I mean, that's, that's, so, that's the universal... It's like, rawr, I'm a tiger. I was going to say, that's the universal impression for wild animals, isn't it? Rawr. That's just... It's yeah. whatever you want. Rawr, I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur. Rawr, exactly. I'm a dragon. That's exactly what it is. Um... <laughs> All I'm missing is like a little lighter or something to put in front of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> don't try that at home. Don't kids. play with fire, children. It's bad. Uh, what was I saying? Well, if, you, if you're going to do it, make sure you're in the house of somebody you really don't like. Yeah. Oh, yes, the dragon. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So even yeah. even Singe, you know, they they build, and I've not seen him much in the episodes I've watched. To be honest, he he features prominently in the first one, but I've not really seen him much other than that. Um, yeah. But. He was voiced by the guy who did Devastator in Transformers. Really? Yeah, Arthur Burghardt. Interesting. Because I know... Because Peter, Peter Cullen was... I was, was going to um, say, the one name I did uh, clock on the credits was Peter Cullen. Um, but he's the fucking... And even... Go on. Yeah, he's he's the horse and he's um, Hubert Blunt. Yeah. Um, but actually, Hubert Blunt actually fucking looks like... If you look at the picture of Peter, uh, Peter Cullen now on uh, Wikipedia, is that really... it is just Hubert Blunt. It's just Hubert Blunt, yeah interesting um yeah because i clocked that he was voicing the horse and i'm like that's that's a waste of talent exactly. <laughs> yeah because the horse does nothing and, except um, go i'm a horse yeah. um but i mean that, that was my horse not... impression it's better that's better than you Be- better dragon. than my dragon impression right yeah i'm learning <laughs> yeah so i mean i mean that was interesting again looking through those areas and again peter cullen's name stood out and I was like, oh, okay. And I, in my head, I, assumed, I saw Peter Cullen's name. And I assumed, oh, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be Dirk. And I was like, nah, he's the fucking horse. Yeah, it's because other. Than... But, it's, but it's like it's like George Clooney being the dog in South Park, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's just you think, well, fuck it, you know, it's something to do. I mean, look, at, you know, at, at this point, at, at this time, we're in, like the early '80s. This is where these Saturday morning cartoons are are really on the ascent. There's a million of these fucking things all being produced very quickly, very cheaply. It's a case of yeah, it's a payday. It's like yeah, it's a it's a check. I need and a fucking it's, horse it's, 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 so I'll do it. Fine, yeah. you're paying me. Yeah, it's 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 a union gig. It'll go, come towards my insurance and my premium and all the rest of it. It's a credit. Fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, you know this isn't this isn't today where you can pick and choose top tier talent to be in your animated shows. It's just a case of we need voices. Here is this very small pool of voice actors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who who who's not working on Disney this week? Yeah, exactly. We'll have we, you. We'll have them and we'll bring them in. Um. But as I say, regardless of that, I, I think that the performances in this are actually really fucking solid. Um, yeah. Really, really fucking solid. And, and a big part of that comes down to the writing as well, which, like I say, yes, it's a, it's a dumb episodic action adventure show, but it's the fact that they use that narrator as a tool to allow it, yeah. just to allow the fact that our characters don't then have to talk out loud and be like, I'm going over here now. Oh no, I've fallen down a pit. You know, they, they yeah. don't need but to I do mean, that. I mean, not only that. I mean, yes, yeah, okay. They've ta- they've taken that and they've they've used the the narrator as a tool, and that's worked really well. But also, the pacing is really good. The episodes don't feel like half an hour. No, and they are long episodes. I mean, they are. I mean, I, yes, I I watched the last one. I watched um, this afternoon. Um, had to take number two to to an appointment, so I was sat in the waiting room watching it. And it's a no, it was a forty-five minute appointment. But Sam got him in, got him settled, checked my emails. As I right, I'll watch. I'll I'll stick this on until he comes out. And literally, as he was coming out, the episode was ending. As a, absolutely perfect. Just out of curiosity, what's that like? Taking a child to an appointment and sitting in a waiting room watching cartoons. How judged were you? 
There was no other fucker in there. It's only because last time he was in there, he did a runner, so they wanted me in the uh, waiting room in case he tried it again. Because that's the kind of shit that I would do and give people. Att- I do it in the. I used to do yeah. it in the office all the time. I, I would give people attitude if they did. You give me attitude about it, but yeah, that's that's, that's good to know. It's reassuring. Yeah. No, it's great. I I used to I used to do it in the office all the time. That's one of the reasons I missed the office because I could just chuck stuff on on lunchtime. Whereas now, when I'm not working at home, I just work through. But um, but yeah, so it was it was actually quite nice just to sit there and go right. There's no other fuck around. There's nobody going to disturb me. I could just sit here and watch. No, just uh, just watch it on my iPad for for half hour. And say no, it didn't. It, it didn't drag you and think, oh fucking, how much longer is it, how much is left in this? They you know, they got they they got the quest right. They got no, they got the build up and they got the payoff right. It, it just timing wise, it just worked. And like, we've talked so many times about um, certainly on Better Mario, but sometimes on this show as well, where that just isn't done right. It's like we're gonna hammer it for two thirds and then go, oh shit, we need to finish now, and try and wrap everything up too quickly, or they just drag it out because they haven't got enough material to get to the, the allotted time. This doesn't feel like that at all. No. Um, I, maybe that's down to the fact there's only 13 episodes. I don't know. Or, or maybe. Or maybe it's down to the fact that the characters are actually fairly generic. So you could you could just plonk them into any given situation and say we've had fucking yeah. haunted suits of armor, we've had the dragons, we've had treasure quests, we've had hostage situations, all of it. Because Dirk is a cookie-cutter hero. He is a knight questing, yeah. you know... Daphne, as I say, for it now is definitely a kind of tropey, strong female. You know, like she's yeah. she's actually quite reductive if you put her in something today. But for then, but for nineteen eighty four, this is um, yeah, this she's, is progressive as she. It, it, she she is pretty progressive, yeah. But but nevertheless, she's still aside from being the female, she's still just a, an adventurer. You know, there's not yeah. It's nothing unique other than she's a female, and they don't ever use that as part of their narrative. There's never a thing yeah. where it's like, oh, well, the princess can't go on the quest. You say it's mentioned in episode one, then they don't go anywhere with that. So actually, you can take these characters and drop them into any situation. So maybe it's that. And all of this sounds like I'm sort of picking holes, and I'm really not. What I'm saying is this is as generic a product as it can possibly be it is as cookie cutter as it could possibly be it is here is fantasy adventure here is yeah. an animated fantasy adventure show here are all the tropes that we expect we expect knights and horses and dragons and princesses here are all the things we expect now just go mad just do what you like in that world and you know it feels like the production team literally have just gone okay well there they are there's character designs again they're a little bit shonky um but that's just i think that's just because i'm comparing them to like the super glossy high budget animation yeah. in the game which is you know feature film quality no no doubt about it um i and they've just taken these these cookie cutter tropes and gone okay well let's do a story about hostages let's do a story about ghosts you know the suit of armor one is straight out of scooby-doo which, yeah. which you know ruby spears so of course it is, course um, it is yeah. but it but it is straight out of an episode of scooby-doo um, so it can be all of these different things. So it does keep your interest, I think, week on week. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, in, definitely. It's interesting, though, isn't it, how many of these shows um, like this that we've watched, and quite a few of them we've watched recently, you know, it tends to be these kind of, I don't want to say, I don't want to say second-tier shows because it sounds horrible, but, it, you know, not, but, your, yeah. not your He-Man or your Transformers or your, not, not your big draws. But it's yeah. amazing how many of them had really, really limited runs. Um, yeah. But you know, this one aside, which neither of us remember, generally, we tend to remember those more because that limited run meant that it just get got same episodes got played over and over and over and over. 
Yeah. And for whatever reason, that hasn't been the case with this. And as I say, maybe it's just because Dragonslayer kind of died to death, maybe. It was never... Yeah, maybe. You know, when you think about it now, other than the game and now this... I can't think of any other real like dragons in merchandise or anything like no, that. No, I mean I can't see anything about books or comics or anything. No. It's literally just, I mean the the um the complete series was released on Region One DVD in two thousand and eleven. Um manufacturer manufacturer on demand, so it was um only available through so Walmart store. Yeah, I was say didn't even a full run release. No. Um yeah, but didn't even a wide release, it was only available in the US. Um yeah, I don't know if that's still the case. Um, it's referred to in a couple of um, in a couple of books, but again, it's you know in 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 essays and articles and stuff. That's not actually no. It's there's nothing nothing of it. It's just talk, it's just talked about. And I can't see anything else. I I really cannot see anywhere else where it's popped up. Yeah, which is it's a shame actually, because I think yeah, I, I I think this deserves to be remembered. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb without having not watched the back half of the series. Maybe it dives off a cliff. Um, I don't know. I mean, reading about it, I've I've got the episode synopses in front of me, and like the um towards the end, you've got like um you've got an episode called the Taylor Dirk's new sword, where he fights with trolls and is protecting forest people. Then you've got um one with um the last of the giants. So no, they, they, again, they've gone and just gone. Yeah, fuck it. What what can we do this week? Yeah, it doesn't know. It doesn't. What what doesn't track? Um. So yeah, no. It it's it. I can't see why. For, again, from reading the descriptions, I mean, I can't see why it would have fallen off. No, I. The bit I'm struggling to come to terms with is how, I don't remember, this hmm. because it it seems it it's good enough that I should remember it and I, as I say, if not this, I've definitely seen something else that had that kind of choose your own adventure talk, but I suspect it was this. So I don't know why. It, maybe it's just that the game was such a massive thing. I don't know. But maybe I, I mean I. That's I'm, I'm the same. I I have recollections of that that device. Now whether it was this or whether it was something else, I don't know. Um, but I mean I've got to be honest. I this I I sat down with this. I'm sure it was yesterday morning. Um, it's been one of no, it's only Tuesday. It's been one of those weeks already. Um, but yeah, I I put this on. I was like, oh, okay. I was pleasantly surprised. Because I mean we've you know, we've said on Game of Thrones we've said on this like Dungeons and Dragons and Swords and Sorcery and fucking high fantasy I could give two fucks I've got to be honest yeah I mean as as you alluded to you know, we 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 play a monthly game that's more so I can have you know, we we can you know, we can have a night as a group where we we drink beer and, and fuck around piss about uh, yeah it's, it's fucking it's a, we we could be yeah we could be playing D and D we could play Cluedo we could be watching a movie we could be kicking each other in the nuts for all I care. No, it's just, it's just an excuse for us all to get together virtually at the moment, have a couple of beers and have a bit of a laugh because we don't get to do that enough. Um, so, I mean, yeah, putting this on, I was like, oh, okay, this, no, this looks, it looks like it could be all right. I'll watch a couple of episodes. I've watched I've watched up to number five, so I've watched about a third of it. And I'm now thinking, I've got it's only another like, you know, two and a bit hours. Yeah. I don't sleep. Fuck it, I'll put it on tonight. No, it, it's, it's that sort of thing where I'm actually thinking, this, no, there's enough quality in this. Which I certainly wouldn't have done when we watched Dungeons and Dragons, um, but there's enough quality in this for me to want to go. You know what? I want to watch the end of this. Yeah, I I think, and I'll I... probably be disappointed that it doesn't end. Yeah, I I think I feel about this the way I was hoping to feel about Dungeons and Dragons when we rewatched that, because Dungeons and Dragons was a cartoon I I remember very fondly, and I remember being really into, despite the fact, yeah, not into swords and sorcery. I just remember the intro of it all, and I remember uni, and I'd remembered the Ghost Train, and I was really excited yeah. to rewatch that. And then we rewatched it, and it it didn't live up to expectation. Yeah. Whereas you know, with this, I had no expectation, and actually, 
I've really enjoyed it. And, and this is what I was hoping to get from Dungeons & Dragons. But we've seen that time and time again on this show now. It's the shows that we're really, really looking forward to. Nine times out of ten are the ones that really fucking disappoint us. And the ones that yeah. we either don't remember that well or actually didn't even like that much when we were younger yeah. are the ones that completely blindside us and surprise us. The exception has unilaterally across the board been the Disney Afternoon Bunch. I think every single yeah. one of them is still an absolute belter, apart from Tailspin, which never was. I was going to say. Um, yeah. So actually, and it's, it's funny you mentioned actually because when you were talking earlier about um, Daphne and the way that she's portrayed as she's another adventurer, and you no, know, it's, it's the fact that she, you know, she's female is never, you know, it's never really brought up apart from that once in the first episode. It got me thinking about Rebecca in Tailspin. And how the fact yeah. that that's the way they tried to present her, but then they put that the, the, there was just that you no know, incredibly you no know, subtle as a sledgehammer undertone of blue constantly following her around, um, and it, it gets, it gets to the, just the way they tried to set that character up, but they completely undermined it. Um, and it's, it's an interesting comparison, obviously, that being ten years later, that they just didn't no they they didn't get it right, whereas the show did. Yeah, or or even you know if you look at uh, if you look at Gadget in in Rescue yeah. Rangers even. Um, you know again trying to set her up to be one of the boys and being able to go on the missions with them but always just still falling back into that ah well she's the girl so she's the the kooky inventor and mechanic you know yeah and, and the boys actually... are fighting over her because they want her attention yeah yeah whereas there isn't any of that with daphne here she is very no. much able to to fend for herself and stand on her own two feet feats what the fuck feet. is wrong with me tonight stand on her own two feet <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh man, I, I was just going to blame. I was going to blame it on the uh, on the on the connection because we've had a few glitches already. I was going to blame it on that. Yeah, we have had a few glitches, but no, I actually did say feats. Then stand on her own two feet. <laughs> um, fuck. Oh knows. man, I don't know, listeners. It's been a, it's been a long fucking day. Um, but yeah, I all in all, I I really fucking enjoyed this. Um, I I didn't know whether I would or or would not. Uh, and when we found it last week, first of all, and I. I you know, when we first said, oh, should we do this one? Like, sort of loaded up and looked at a few seconds. And the few seconds I looked at, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. actually, I've really enjoyed it. Um, the one thing that has slightly annoyed me, I think the music's not great. Um, but again, that's it's not. Me. But there was there's one in the first episode. Um, and it's where, oh, fucking hell, where um, Dirk goes into the cave. And there's... There's um there's some quite famous music over there. I can't remember what, what piece it is now, but there's some quite fam- famous music over it. And it just stops dead. And then they start on something that's that's a bit more in, in keeping with the show. Yeah. Because I, 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 I was it took me ages to try and work at what it was, and now I can't fucking remember anyway. But I was like, oh I recognise this, it's that. And then it stopped and it went into something else completely different. I was like, oh, that's disappointing. I missed that. I mean I I'm more I, I'm always a bit disappointed when a show uses the same theme tune for the intro and the outro. I like there to at least yeah. be some sort of subtle change, whether it's just... even, Yeah, even if they've taken the words out or something, yeah. or just they've made it slightly different. Yeah, or even if it's just a slight remix or something, but this is literally just carbon copy either end. So that yeah. always disappoints me slightly, and actually I think that, that theme is... I mean, it's catchy enough. You know, I have been walking around today humming it, but it's nothing special. <laughs> yeah, it's... But it has. It's not great. It does it? nail that kind of medieval. It's almost got a kind of Renaissance fair kind of feel. Yeah, to it, it definitely it? it definitely fits the show, but it's just as I say, it's just quite annoying. Yeah, um, I feel like what it needs is a is a voiceover, like a, an intro voiceover, like you get in Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like that's what yeah. it is because we have the narrator so omnipresent in the show as well. 
I feel yeah. like we need that, even if even if it's just the narrator giving us the events of the game to set up where we are and, and yeah, why. Yeah, just, just yeah, just get us to a point where it says, right, this is this is what the world is, and now we launch into this week's story. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's what it needs. So maybe that's what the intro needs, but that's about the only thing that really disappointed me was the intro. So I said, once I bedded in on those character designs and bedded in that animation, it's not a criticism. They are at least as good as everything else that was being booted around at the time, certainly for this kind of budget. It's yeah. just that there's an inevitable comparison to the quality of the game. And it's unfair because the game is is lush. There's no other word for it. It's absolutely beautiful to look at. Now, today even, it still looks stunning. Um, so so that's unfair. So all in all, um, I think this is a fucking really good show. I've really enjoyed it, and I'm glad we watched it because we we almost didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, same know. here. I mean, it was one of those. I mean, I, I I'd if I ever knew that I'd forgotten it existed. Um, and so when right, we looked well, at it, wrap your head around that for a minute. If I ever knew that I'd forgotten that it existed. No. If if I if I ever knew about it. I'd right. It okay. Existed. Okay. So maybe that was our connection there, because it sounded to me like you said, if you ever yeah. knew that you forgot, I was like, hang on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I, I haven't been drinking tonight. That, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, if I knew about it in the first place, I'd forgotten about it. And if that's the case, then I'm glad, because it's not often, at the age of almost forty, where you you can pick up a kids show from, no, when you were very, very, very small, and go that still stands up i really enjoyed that and that's what's happened here this is no this is something where it's, it might no it's it's it seems like a new show to me and i've got i've come out of it going okay i've only seen half of it i've only seen a third of it i'm gonna watch the rest of it um yes okay it's no it's a it's a bit of a time investment it's another couple of hours but i say i don't sleep so fuck it why not yeah and i think you actually could um it's like say it feels like a new show you could pick this up and drop it on a network today you could you could tart it up you could you could redo it um yeah and you know keep keep everything else in place and i think it would it would sit well alongside anything that's here in prime time you know it, it would work yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't talk down children um you know it, it there's not really any major slapstick dickery about it no you know it's it's no. it's solid half hour of action adventure um and there's something to be yeah. said for and that. the thing is like if you look at i mean yeah, I mean, even if you look at a lot of the films that are coming about now, I mean, there's so many live-action family films, uh, mainly because The Rock has nothing else to do at the moment. Um, but no, you know, like he did um, Skip Witch Mountain, he's just done Jungle Cruise. There's lots of this stuff coming about, coming back around, which there, there seemed to be a trend going away from it for a while because I don't know if they thought that people didn't want this sort of family adventure show, this family adventure type stuff, or whether they thought it was a bit too much and they needed to dump everything down and make everything bright and colourful and purple and, you know, I don't, whatever it was. But this, you know, this this is the sort of thing. You could see this coming back around now to a point where I'm thinking, yeah, this is pretty much ripe for a reboot. Yeah, I, I'd say so. I, and I think actually, you know, look, it can't be too long before there's another fucking Dragon's Lair game, can it? You know, we... Particularly well, now with the type so. of shit. I mean, isn't it? I might be making this up, but didn't Netflix and Ryan Reynolds do something with the license? I'm sure I, I read somewhere that like Netflix have the license now, and Ryan Reynolds is like interested in playing Dirk or is possibly producing and playing Dirk. 
I'm fucking sure it was Netflix, which would suggest maybe they're doing one of these fucking choose-your-own-adventure things. I could be making uh, that up. Say, no, you're not making that up. I'm just loading it up now. Um, so, Dragon's Lair movie come to Netflix with Ryan Reynolds starring. That was there announced last March. There you go. I knew I'd fucking hear yeah. something like that. So, there uh, you go. So there I you mean, go. It, it may see... The article I've got here, it may seem like this should have happened years ago, but but hey, Ryan Reynolds was only six years old when Dragon's, Dragon's Lair hit arcades. The Laser Disc Adventure game is getting a feature-length adaptation for courtesy of Netflix. So, yeah, Netflix closed the deal for the rights of the game, and Ryan Reynolds is aboard to star um, and, it's, and produce. There you go, then. So uh, and, and, and Don Bluth is listed as a producer as well. Excellent. Okay, so, so there you go. Maybe that's going to be one of those. It has to be, right? That's a missed opportunity. So, wouldn't you? It'd be a missed not. opportunity. Yeah. Massive missed opportunity. Um, you better fucking do that, Netflix, or I'm gonna trash it on the internet. Yeah, that'll that Fuck should be you. interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't I don't have too much else to say about this show. I really enjoyed it. I, I can't. It's not too much I can say that's bad. Um, and I and I've called mm. out most of what's good. I I think there's no overarching story for us to dive into about all i can say about it really is if like us you don't remember this show go back and give it a look it's on youtube it's really good it's really really yep. good um and actually this makes me excited for some of the shows that we have on our list now especially some that listeners have sent in as well and we've gone yeah well i've never fucking heard of that i've never watched it and we've we've been a little bit sort of cautious about approaching them because our you know so much of this show is about our memories and what what the show's yeah. meant to us um but actually you know seeing something like this now which is fresh for both of us really enjoyed it and i've got a lot out of it um so yeah so maybe we'll get that with some of those other shows now as well that we will go back and watch for the first time and we have got some coming up on the slate so yeah we'll see how that goes but yeah yeah for, i mean for now dragon's knee gets like two thumbs up from chris definitely yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. I can't really think of too much negative stuff to say about it. I, I came at it with very little expectation, um, and I've been really, really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the best thing I can say. Is just go and watch it. I mean, it's not widely available. Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. No. I can't yeah. find it anywhere else. I cannot find it to rent or buy anywhere. Um, Which is why we're directing you to YouTube, listeners. As you know, we always advocate paying for stuff on this show, but we could only find it on YouTube. So, you know, if that's where it's got to be, that's where it's got to be. But please don't deny yourself this because it is excellent. Go go watch some of this. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. Um, Yeah, I've I've got very little negative uh, to say about it, so we'll leave it there, really. I mean, I suppose probably the only... Yeah, no, I was going to say there was. I was slightly concerned. There were some of the character designs um, with the um, oh fuck with the goons. I couldn't stop thinking of the ogres and gummy bears. I don't know why. Yes, yes, I meant to say that earlier when we were talking about them. Actually, yes, there is definitely. But look, those character designs bled through from the games. Yes, and Don Bluth did the games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do we want to open that can of worms? I mean, no, let's not. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I <laughs> think it was more like the. You, I am going to sue me for. It's no, fine. No, no. Um, 
yeah but um but yeah no, I, i'm not i say not in a negative way the, the um the, certainly the coloration on them um because like the ogres yeah. were also slightly different colors and um, they, yeah, that, that kind they, of purpley they, gray color and they they just had the same look about them as well they absolutely yeah did. and you could look at any no you could look at any show of this type from the time and ogres would look like ogres but um, these ones really looked like disney ogres really <laughs> looked like Disney. but however i'd, I'd argue they, they, they this is probably were. first actually yeah they this probably, probably were before. they probably yeah. were but then black cauldron uh although i think actually mm. black cauldron would have been after this show yeah that was 85 wasn't it what was this 83 this I'm show i'm not sure 80, now. 20... i don't 84. know this is this is september 84 so they're they're very it's be close, close in time scale aren't they interesting um there's there's more research needed yeah. on that before we go and put our fucking foot in something um but yeah this <laughs> well it's, there it's, is it's something been you know, at least an hour there. since we've done that so you know there is a, but I, I don't know how much involvement don Bloom's actually had with this cartoon either is the thing i suspect very fucking little yeah I, um yeah so, I, i'd imagine not a knows? great deal to be honest yeah who fucking knows yeah yeah, who knows? I mean, fuck it's no, it's nearly forty years ago. Fuck it, it doesn't really matter anymore. Of course, it matters. That's why we're doing this podcast. Um... <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean the uh, which, which came first. I don't, I don't think it really matters anymore. I think it's, I, th- I think if anybody yeah. was going to sue um, anybody else, they're probably beyond the, uh, probably beyond the time limit now. Anyway, I mean, Ruby Spears are dead, so yeah, exactly. Ain't, ain't nobody getting but... sued. That's fine. As long as it's not us. Can you sue dead people? You can sue the estate. You can sue the estate. Yeah. There won't be us, and we're certainly not going to point out those similarities uh, any more than we already Absolutely have. Absolutely not. So. And fortunately, given how shit the internet's been tonight, most of what we said probably won't come out anyway. Yeah, um, we should probably address that because uh, it's it's been pretty yeah. Apologies for that. I think then yeah, I I don't know what this episode's gonna sound like, listeners. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, my Wi-Fi just seems to be a bit slow today. Yeah, so we'll do our best. Uh, hopefully, you've heard this episode. It's too fucking late now, anyway. We should have said this yeah, like 20 like an minutes hour ago. In. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. If you're yeah. still with us, then obviously it worked. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, if 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 you've liked this episode and uh, you want to uh, go back and pick up some other stuff, you can go to our website, uh, ddpodcast.net. I'll say that again because I fucking haven't got my teeth in. ddpodcast.net. Uh, That's our new channel <laughs> exclusively about fish, listeners. <laughs> fucking A. That'll make me hungry. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net. Um, pick up our previous episodes and other shows as well, as we mentioned. Uh, I think we mentioned them all on the show tonight uh, so far. Um, you can also find us on YouTube and facebook with the devil and podcast network on twitter at smpd pod you can get in touch uh, leave a message pick up some shows uh tell us things you'd like to like us to look at as well i mean as, as we said we, we're always keen to pick up new things um i want to welcome a couple of new listeners who i converted at the weekend uh, so si and kate welcome hope you enjoyed the show um Hello. if the connection sorry, was crap yeah sorry your first yeah. show had this awful connection yeah. please go and listen to something else we're not normally this yeah bad. listen to some better ones yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah so um welcome and anybody else who's listening for the first time um but yeah, um, let's say wherever you get your podcast from, that'd be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Amazon Music. Like, share, subscribe, leave some messages, we'll back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later.